fingers crossed Everybody knows the war is over Everybody knows the good guys lost Everybody knows the fight was fixed The poor stay poor, the rich get rich That's how it goes Everybody knows All right How's it going? As always uh, welcome to the Red Bone, um, and of course, the Red Bone is presented by Drinking a Theory Podcast. Drinking a Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Tater Tater Nuts, that guy or that dude who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So, folks, if you're new to the show and you're asking yourself, uh, "What is this slime cave of an asshole I just slipped into?" Hmm. You can go to drinkingtheory.com. That there is an unorganized mess, which uh, will hopefully give you everything you know uh, need to know that uh, that is drinking a theory. Uh, you got our episodes, our social links, some pics, some bios, some merchandise and shit, and that helps out the podcast. Uh, we have tons of merch. Uh, we got merch for the podcast, and then we have tons of merch that isn't podcast-related. Um, and uh, don't forget, you know, holidays are here. Only a couple days left to the big day, the big day, the big show. Uh, you want to impress your gal, your guy, with some dope swag? You can check out redbubble.com, uh, search Drinking a Theory, and uh, click on our shop. Or you can just go up to that little bar thingy up there, clear that fucker out. And you can put in uh, capital D, lowercase n, capital T, lowercase h-e-o-r-y dot redbubble dot com. Now, uh, honestly, I can't guarantee what type of impression you'll leave. But I'm sure it will be memorable. Memorable. Uh, we got some shirts, hoodies, men's, women's clothing, pillows, coffee mugs, art print stickers... And uh, for those folks who love to always know what time it is, uh, we even have fucking clocks. So let's check that out. Uh, and another question here. Uh, do you like to fuck? Do you? Do you like to fuck with socks on? Hmm. Well, why not fuck with some drinking ethereal socks on, huh? Or uh, we got some guitar pattern socks or maybe some socks that just make no fucking sense at all. You can bang with those on. That'd be pretty cool. It'd help us out. Uh, if you like the shows, thanks for listening. If you don't like the shows, stay. thanks for listening. Trust me, I know this sloppy mess is not for everybody. I get it. So with that shit out the way, let's get right into it. Uh, what do we got this week? Um, let's see. Uh, we got some uh, California penis fish. California, California penis fish. Want to hear about them? Uh, we also got some, uh, hey, the Vatican, not only do they make with the pedophilia, they also make fucking movies now, apparently, and we'll talk about a player from the New York Giants who learned the hard way that, yes, there is an R word, an R word, I just found this out last week, I didn't know this, I'm, I guess I'm retarded, <laughs> there is an R word, uh, that, you know, we apparently can't say. Uh, which is a complete shame because it's one of my favorite words. I live it every fucking day of my life. So. So uh, that little ditty right there. Uh, interesting fact about the opening ditty. And yes, yes, yes. If you're, if you're a listener, a long-time listener, you know I've used that song before. I've used it on the podcast, I believe, several times. I don't know. I don't remember. I like the song. Uh, it's by a dude named Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. Uh, the first time I heard that little ditty there was around... I, I th- I'm going to say it was like around 91, 92. I'm really not sure. I don't know if I smoked marijuana then or not. I can't remember. Uh, it was actually from this movie. Uh, this movie, it was called Pump Up the Volume. Uh, it's a fucking movie I was obsessed with. Uh, it had uh, this dude Christian Slater. You might know him. Heather's good movie. 
uh, Christian Slater played this this teen that moved. Uh, I, I believe it was from like New York City, and he moved like to Arizona or some shit in this small suburban town, and uh, he's having a whole hard time dealing with it. Uh, he didn't really have any friends, I guess, and uh, he liked to hear his own voice. Apparently, he started his own pirate radio station. A pirate radio station. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, basically way before the internet, if you wanted your own podcast, basically if you wanted your own podcast, what you would have to do is you'd have to steal someone else's radio transmissions. And that's how you get your message out. Uh, anyway, it's a really cool flick. Uh, if you watch it now, it's, it's kind of a little fucking dated. Yeah, kind of a little dated. But uh, it's a pretty cool movie. I was obsessed with uh, Christian Slater at one time. Not in a gay way, but I was obsessed with him. Um, and if you like to see, like, whew, really nice, real boobies, no fakies, real boobies, uh, uh, the, this chick, uh, Samantha, Samantha Mathis, I believe her name was. She played this chick, Nora, in the movie. Nora. Or, or... AKA in the movie The Eat Me Beat Me Lady. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're nice boobies. It's funny because of this movie too. I also discovered this dude named Len- Lenny Bruce. I don't know if you're familiar with Lenny Bruce, but uh, he was a wicked funny comedian who uh, he kind of spit shit out from I want to say the mid forties, the mid forties until he died. I think it was around the late sixties, mid sixties, something like that. I don't know, funny dude, funny dude. Good movie, I recommend. A little dated, though. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Anyway, I use that song because it fits my current mood. Uh, because of uh, the recent recent government governmental happenings. kind of fits my mood. Uh, if you stick around to the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll play more of the song. I won't be talking over you. You get to hear it. You get to enjoy Leonard Cohen. A nice relaxing song. A truthful song, though. All right. So, uh, you want to learn about some California penis fish? Hmm. I know I do. Let's see here. Let's check this shit out. Uh, uh. Oh, I just want to point out, too, I got my new Amsterdam. Uh, number 574. Uh, 100 Proof Vodka. I got that going for me. So, that's good. I, I got a couple episodes in this bottle, I think. Yeah, there's a couple episodes there. All right, so uh, I, I I pulled this baby from the Daily Mail here. Daily Mail. Uh, let's see when it come out. Uh, December 12th, 2019. Daily Mail. Let's read the headline here. Thousands of uh, thousands of penis fish are washed onto a California beach after a storm pulled them from their underwater burrows. What better place for thousands of penis fish to wash up uh, but California? And, oh, there's a picture here, and they do look like a cock. Highly recommend looking for that image. Uh, maybe I'll use that image for the picture. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe I maybe I will, because that, that definitely looks like a cock. Wow, that's <laughs> pretty fucking impressive. Okay. Oh, boy. It's been a week. It's been a week, let me tell you. I'm sure next week will be just as exciting. Can't wait till it's over. Bow humbug. Thousands of penis fish have washed the shore. Drake's Beach, California. Whoa. It's formerly known as the Fat Innkeeper Worm. The fat Innkeeper Worm. An expert believes a recent storm forced the worms out of their underwater homes and carried them to the beach, leaving them exposed to predators. I don't know what wants to eat a bunch of dick-looking things, but apparently, woo, they're big dicks too. Well, big for me anyway. Uh, they average about 10 inches. They're a 10-inch uh, marine creature. Kind of looks like a pink sausage, they said. Actually, it looks like a dick. Looks like a pink sausage and creates uh, U-shaped burrows in mud or sand. 
that it leaves behind from other creatures to move into. Hence the name, haha, <laughs> hence the name Innkeeper. Fucking brilliant. Uh, the sea of these, uh, air quotes, penis fish was spotted by biologist Ivan Parr on December 6th after a storm hit the area. Uh, the same phenomenon, 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 uh, has been reported over the years at, oh, Pajaro, maybe, maybe Pajaro Dunes, Moss Landing, Bodega Bay, and Princeton Harbor. Uh, Parr wrote for Nature, oh wait, no, Parr wrote for Bay Nature. Scroll down for a bit, oh my god. You see all these fucking birds eating all these cockfish. Oh my god, look at all these dick fishes. <laughs> Thousands of penis fish. Uh, the fat innkeeper worm is a type of spoon worm with a spatula shaped limb, which it uses to both uh, feed and swim. It spends most of its existence underground in muddy and sandy parts of the seafloor. Uh, and it, fuckers, they can live up for uh, up to 25 years. And there's a video. Oh my God, there's a video here. And oh my God, uh, uh, there's a video. And hmm. yeah, that looks like a big fat sausage. Uh, and then you got you got someone holding it in their hand. Oh my God! It's even got like a. Oh my God! That is, that is fucking gross. So anyway, they dine on bacteria, plankton. Oh, look out, plankton, and other small particles, uh, which it which it captures using slime, slime nets. So I guess they'd be like load nets. Um, uh, innkeeper worms create U-shaped burrows. Didn't, didn't we fucking go over this? Innkeeper in, in, in worms create U-shaped burrows as their temporary home, which are then used by other creatures. Hence it's... Yeah, I fucking said that. Oh, God. Okay, the burrow includes a sand chimney that allows it to enter and exit and a way to capture food. Experts have found evidence of these creatures uh, in history as they... There are U-shaped burrows dating back 300 million years. 300 million years. These things been around for 300 million years and climate change didn't get them yet. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Um, however, because of their size and soft bodies, uh, they have many threats, including other, uh, including otters, sharks, seagulls, and apparently humans like to eat the dick fish. Uh, but experts say they are harmless and passive creatures. They may be a rare sighting in the U.S., uh, but South Korea, Japan, and China... Okay, but other than South Korea, Japan... Who the fuck wrote this? This is worse than me. Jesus Christ. Uh, those who have dined on this worm have uh, said it's chewy, salty, and surprisingly sweet. Hmm. Just like the dickfish. It's often served with a savory sauce made from sesame oil and salt, or a spicier dip consisting of vinegar and goochang. Gucci. Good. Gooey Chang, whatever. Gooey Chang. Gooey Chang on the dick fish. You gotta see these things. They're pretty fucking. Wow. I, d I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what were we getting to next? What were we getting to next? Oh, we're gonna talk about the Vatican. The Vatican, that's right. The good old Vatican. What's going on with the Vatican? Hey, fucking pop ups here. The Vatican. Uh, I just want to point out, I love this article here because it's not because of the article. I got this from the Daily Mail. The DailyMail.com. 
the, the headline is the Vatican. You know what? Go away, pop up. Uh, the Vatican. The Vatican invested four point five million in Men in Black sequel and Elton John, Elton John's Rocket Man, which uh, features gay sex and drug abuse. So way to go, Vatican! Uh, but actually, um, side thing on this is if you go down, you go down, you know. Yeah, you go to these news sites, they got fucking little, some of their other retarded stories. I said retarded, I'm going to get fired. They got some of their other retarded stories off to the side. Uh, there's this one story here, right here. I, I, I'm probably going to look at it once I'm done recording. Um, it says Zoe Kravitz. You know who the Zoe Kravitz is? I believe that's Lenny Kravitz. American Woman. Yeah, Tom Petty remake. Anyway, Zoe Kravitz shares a uh, cheeky nude photo of herself uh, to celebrate Donald Trump's impeachment. With the headline, Eat That 45. Hmm. Interesting. People don't understand what impeachment is about. It's sad. It's sad. So let's get into this. This is from the Daily Mail. It's about the Vatican. They say there's some pedophiles there. I don't know. I need a shot of vodka. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Goes down smooth as furk. Goes down just like a penis fish. Uh, the Vatican invested... Let's see here. Uh, the Vatican invested in... Yo, buddy... Vatican invested in the Elton John uh, movie Rocket Man this year. Despite its explicit drug use references and graphic gay sex scenes, uh, this uh, a report has revealed. Let's see what it says here. Uh, in October, the old Pope Francis there, he ordered Vatican police to, to uh, storm. I got an itch, I'm sorry. Uh, to storm the Secretariat of State, uh, which is the nerve center of the Holy See, and to remove uh, documents and electronic devices after the church was accused of financial irregularities. Boy, that's going back hundreds of years, right? Anyway, among the findings was the 4.5 million. 4.5 million had been... Uh, uh, invested into uh, two 2019 films, uh, the Men in Black sequel and uh, the Elton John uh, Rocket Man, which probably goes on to show even more that uh, making movies is a money money laundering scheme. Uh, they probably won't talk about that. Though. Okay. Uh, though financially supporting the film industry is not a sin... The choice of both films strays from the fundamental teachings of the church. Hypocrites. Of course. Rocket Man, released in May this year, details Elton John's battle with drug addiction and his homosexuality. Uh, film critics uh, champion it as the first movie to ac accurately capture gay sex in a realistic way. Hmm. Um, well... Uh, the revelation, <clears throat> the revelation of the funding comes just one year after Pope Francis said that fashionable, hmm, fashionable homosexuality is something that worries me, and claimed there was no place for gay priests in the Catholic Church. Hmm. Hypocrites, fucking hypocrites. Uh, quoted in a book compiled of interviews with the pontiff. Francis remarked that some of the societies uh, remarked that some societies consider homosexuality a fashionable lifestyle. And we got some pictures here. Felton John looking like Elton John. Uh, Francis was quoted as describing homosexuality within the walls of the seminary seminaries. 
uh, convents and other religious places where clergy live as a very serious question. Uh, the contents of the Men in Black franchise, however, appear less problematic for the church. Do they? Do they? I don't know. Uh, slow down, buddy. According to Catholic Answers, uh, to the religion, uh, to the religion, or uh, religion, are free to speculate away about whether intelligent life exists out there and what it would mean for theology. Or theology. I mean, the, that don't make sense. Who the fuck is writing this shit? That don't make sense at all. What do we mean to theology? Huh. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking retarded. We're three. Uh, they add that there is no official teaching on the existence of extraterrestrial life. Um, is that fucking it? That's it for this fucking article? Are you serious? That fucking sucked. I didn't... That, that fucking blew. It's all about proofreading, folks. Proofreading. I don't proofread. I used to. I don't anymore. I want to be surprised. I just want to be... Wait, some of these side stories look pretty funny, though. I think that's called clickbait. I don't know. I'm an old dude, so... Those, those words are new. All right, let's get rid of this motherfucker. So there we go. We have the Vatican uh, investing in movies. Uh, it's funny, me and my kid tonight, we just had a discussion. Hold on. We just had a discussion on that, and I I told him to uh, look into all the movies that are actually financed by you and me. Do you have a job? Do you work? you work hard every day? you pay taxes? You made a lot of good movies. Thank you. Um uh, a lot of movies, a lot of movies financed by us, the taxpayers, via our different government agencies like uh, the military, uh, all branches, the Navy, whatever. Then you got the FBI, CIA, the Pentagon. They, they all have Hollywood liaisons that help out with movies. And I told them to Google some stuff. And um, I, I knew about like I knew around like 200 movies fucking that we help pay for. Some of them are fucking weird too. Like Ernest Goes to Camp. Why why'd we fucking pay for that one again? But he found a list. He found a list. I believe there was 400 and some movies on it. If uh, if you like Michael Bay. Let me tell you. The fucking Pentagon loves him. Uh, you help make most of his movies. It's a pretty scary thing. Actually. Uh, okay. So what was the other story we were going to do here? I don't know, too many vodkas. The other story. Let's hope it's more exciting than the fucking last. What the hell is with this? I don't want to subscribe. Where is this from? Uh, it's from the Daily Wire. The old DailyWire.com. This is taken from December 13th, 2019. Uh, you like the NFL? Do you? You like the football? Are you a Giants fan? Well, New York Giants cut player after he calls Twitter troll the R word. Hmm. Refuses to uh and refuse to apologize it. That's what the report says. Good for him. Hmm, let's see. I got a blowtorch for a fucking lighter today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the New York Giants wave cornerback uh oh boy. How am I gonna say this one? How am I going to butcher this guy's name? Hmm. The New York Giants wave cornerback Janoris Janoris Jenkins on Friday after he supposedly refused to apologize for calling someone who was trolling him on Twitter a retard. (laughs) That is the R word. I did not know that. James informed me that the other day, actually, on the podcast last week. I think he... He told me that's like a rule. It's the R word. Uh, didn't know that. <laughs> so the incident happened on Wednesday when Jenkins tweeted out his apparent stats from the season, writing, 
14 pass breakups. This is what he tweeted. 14 pass breakups, 4 interceptions, 50 total tackles, 3 touchdowns, giving up. 3 touchdowns, giving up in week 3. Talk about that. He's pretty proud of his accomplishments. I don't know. Sounds badass. I don't know. Anyway, a random Twitter account responded, uh, how many of those stats contributed to any wins? Hashtag none. Hashtag irrelevant. You gotta love Twitter. Fucking cesspool. Jenkins responded, uh, writing, I can only do my job, retard. <laughs> See, that's what I, I would have fucking said that. That's something like I would have said. Uh, so ESPN reported Giants coach Pat Schumer, Pat Schumer there, met with Jenkins on Wednesday and said in a statement Friday that Jenkins' refusal to admit that what he did was wrong led to his release. Hmm. Fired for the word retard. Uh, Schumer goes on to say, uh, this was an organ, or, organ, or, organizational decision, is what Schumer said. Uh, from ownership to management to our football operations, we felt it was in the best interest of the franchise and player. Obviously, what happened this week and the refusal to acknowledge the inappropriate and offensive language was the determining factor. The man got fired for calling someone a retard who insulted him. Hmm. A retard. It's one of my faves, too. However, Jenkins did apologize for using the word just hours after the tweet, writing, My apology for the word I used earlier really didn't mean no harm. Hashtag rabbit love everybody. Hmm. Whatever that means. Oh, because on Twitter there, he is Jack Rabbit 2.0. A <laughs> uh, nice blue check, asshole. Uh, when questioned by a reporter, I can't, I can't get one. When questioned by reporters on Thursday about the tweet, Jenkins said, It's just part of my culture, part of my slang that I use. I wasn't calling nobody no name. Like I said, I wasn't picking on nobody. I wasn't throwing shade at nobody. It's just the slang that I use back home with my homeboys or whatever. I'm with you, Jenkins. I'm with you. I'm, I feel you. I support you, too. You should be able to call anyone a fucking retard. Anyway, do you understand? Okay, okay. Do you understand why that's not the right word to use and why a reporter asked Jenkins? Jenkins went on to say, like I said, it's just the slang that I use when my homeboys were back home in the hood. Jenkins said before being interrupted. The reporter said that doesn't really make it right. Hmm. Uh, Jenkins said, uh, I never said it was right. I said it's the slang I use back home with my homeboys or whatever. I never said it was right. Jenkins later added, I agree, I regret it, but at the end of the day, that's what James says all the end of it. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's my slang. So if you take it how you're going to take it, then that's on you. I don't mean to offend nobody. My dad always told me, speak freely and own up to what you say. So I always speak freely as a man and I speak how I want to speak. Well, good for you, Jenkins. Good for you, man. I like this guy. I'd like to know what uh, he thinks about Trump, though. I guarantee he hates him. Anyway, uh, is that a word you'll continue using going forward, a reporter asked. Next question, Jackson Jenkins replied. Good for you, man. Good for you. Stand up. Stand up, buddy. Uh, wow, this, this fucking story is longer than the other one. Immediately following his release from the Giants... Uh, he hit up a toy drive. He hit up a toy drive pep rally, 
at Anthony Wayne Middle School, New Jersey. Jenkins didn't seem phased by the football situation and was welcomed by the students and the faculty. Uh, it's always a learning moment, man. Everybody's going to learn from different situations. Move forward and learn, Jenkins said in an interview with uh, TMC, uh, which was featured in a separate report. Uh, you just admit it. You just admit to it. Admit that you did wrong, which I did. Uh, after he was cut by the team, Jenkins tweeted, uh, "Best news ever. <laughs> Thank you. It's because the Giants suck." Uh, Jenkins later added, "I just want to thank the organization for the opportunity and good luck to my brothers that remain a giant again." Want my fans to know my intentions are always pure and genuine. Hashtag rabbit love everybody. Hashtag rabbit love everybody. Good for him, man. That's it. That's a feel-good story, right? Kind of made me feel fucking retarded. Uh, Let's get rid of that. Let's go down here. Okay. Yeah, so that's that. I had a couple stories there. Might be a short episode. It's just, it's been a fucked up week, you know. The week before fucking Christmas. I'm generally, I, I'm not in the Christmas mood this year. Um, uh, whatever. Just, I just ain't in the Christmas mood. Uh, so anyway, uh, before I talk about something else here, I, I just want to point out that, uh, I, I just want to point out. Uh, December, December, is it December 18th? Was it December 18th or December 19th? I can't remember now. December 18th or December 19th. It was 1998. Uh, yeah, in 1998. Uh, the United States, uh, this was 21 years ago. To the day, to the day. Uh, 21 years ago. Uh, the United States House of uh, Representatives, uh, they voted on two articles of impeachment against then-President uh, uh, Willie Bangham and Annie Hole Clinton. Uh, he was impeached on... It. No, he wasn't impeached for fucking getting a blowjob. Uh, he was impeached on uh, the accusations of uh, perjury. Uh, perjury. You know, perjury is lying. Uh, perjury is lying. He perjured himself. He lied. Uh, yeah, perjury is not getting your dick sucked uh, by an intern. Perjury is lying. Uh, lied to the public. He lied to law officials. He lied to Congress. He lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. On that accusation of perjury... The House voted 228 in favor and 206 against. It was a very bipartisan. Wait, yeah. Actually, no. It was a very partisan. Partisan, sorry. It was a very partisan vote. Democrats, Republicans alike got together, joined hands, voted, and sang kumbaya, and they agreed. Um, he was also... Uh, charged with the accusation of obstruction of justice. Uh, That vote was 221 in favor and 212 hey Scully 212 voted against that. Uh, So that impeachment party there took place in the House it was directly moved to the Senate. Directly, because that's how it's supposed to work. It was directly moved to the Senate. Uh, in the Senate, uh, on the charge of, of lying, perjury, uh, he was. it was a fail. Uh, there were 45 votes in favor and 55 votes against. On the charge of obstruction... Now, the obstruction included, after going through the courts, uh, the way it's supposed to, it went through the courts. Um, 
It included, uh, the obstruction charges included encouraging Monica Lewinsky to file a false affidavit. affidavit. Uh, Also encouraging uh, uh, Ms. Lewinsky to give false testimony if and when she was called to testify, which she did not testify publicly. Uh, It also included concealing gifts he had given to Lewinsky uh, that had been subpoenaed. Also attempting to secure a job for Lewinsky to influence her testimony. Also permitting his lawyers to make false statements uh, characterizing Lewinsky's affidavit. (laughs) Uh, It also included attempting to tamper with the possible testimony of his secretary, Betty Curry. It also included making false and misleading statements to potential grand jury witnesses. Uh, it was it was split. 50 in favor, 50 against. So that's a fail, too. So slick, uh, slick, slip your dick anywhere. Willie Clinton there, he got to finish out his second term. And I also want to point out that this Senate at the time that basically acquitted him was the Senate majority was Republican. And of course, as you know, a bill was a Democrat. Uh, that's because the Senate back then knew the, the they knew the high stakes of impeachment. Um, they got it back then. They, I guess, they understood the Constitution back then. Um, and so they didn't. They didn't go through the full impeachment, and the guy got to keep his job and and do his thing. Even after all that, he got to you know he got to do that. So um, so anyway, all I'm gonna say about this bullshit that's been on fucking TV the last couple of days. They did the little fucking vote last night. Of course, I said before, yeah, of course they're going to impeach him. It was completely party line. Actually, it wasn't party line. Uh, you actually had, was the first vote on, uh, what was it? Uh, the abuse of power. You had two Democrats that voted no, no. And then you had one Democrat that just showed up for the party. Uh, this motherfucker didn't even vote. Um, scared, scared. He didn't vote yes or no. He just voted, yeah, I'm here. Because you can do that. You don't have to vote. You don't have to vote yes or no. You can just vote, yeah, I'm present. I really don't want a party, though. Uh, so that's what that person did. Uh, and then on the second charge of uh, <coughs> obstruction of Congress, which... If you really look into it, that really doesn't exist. That's like a made-up thing, because Congress. Uh, listen, if if uh, the executive branch doesn't want to wait, executive, executive, judicial, you got executive, judicial, uh, and then and then the other one. Yeah, if if. The president, the White House doesn't fucking agree with Congress and won't cooperate with Congress. What Congress has to do is they have to go to the uh, judicial branch of the government. And that's the judicial branch steps in and that's where the lawyers and the legal stuff come up and and then they decide, okay, yeah, the president, they have to cooperate. Well, they didn't do that. They totally skipped that, that thing. And they really don't. They really don't talk about it. So the whole obstruction of Congress thing is like really that. Uh, yeah, he obstructed Congress, but every president obstructs Congress. Every president does it because uh, you look back. There's so many cases where Congress says we want this information, and the White House says fuck you, executive fucking privilege, motherfucker. And and Congress just got to sit there and say okay, you know, see you in court. 
And then that's just how it works. That's part of the game. Uh, but this this house, they didn't they didn't do that. Um, it's funny that they constantly say uh, no one is above the law, but yet the fucking Congress is above the law. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to say about this impeachment charade because that's what it is. It's a fucking charade. Uh, is that I hope I hope you can see. I hope people can see that it's junk. It's junk. It's biased. And it's it's a hundred percent personal. Um, honestly, and and some people listening might think I'm a dick for this, but I would be embarrassed to be a Democrat right now. I, I really would. Um, <laughs> you you can't impeach someone because you don't like them. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. You don't like them. You don't like them. Listen, this country's had many populist fucking presidents. Uh, with that attitude, there's been many presidents like Trump. We just didn't get to see him in our lifetime because we weren't around for it. But there was many like him. And Congress never took it to this level because they, they that's just that's the fucking way it is, dude. Well, anyway, so honestly, I got to laugh because, like, as you know, if you listen to me, you know, I'm on fucking Twitter all the time. Actually, I'm on Twitter all the time. It's gross. Uh, but I got to laugh at all these people. I, I don't I don't go out looking for... Arg- I'm not like one of those Twitter guys that go out there and just argue with people. Shit like that. I, I kind of keep to my own, you know? I'll post funny memes or say retarded shit. I think that's six times. I don't know. Uh, but I'll say retarded shit seven times. So, I... I I see all these people on Twitter and I, I got to laugh at all these people. I'm looking at all these tweets and these people are actually asking, okay, they impeached them. When does Hillary take office? When does she take over office now? It's like, dude, are, are you serious? These people are so fucking dumb. It's, it's funny, but it's, it's sad at the same time because these people are legit serious. Uh, they think because the House impeached Trump that Hillary becomes president now. And it's so sad because these are these are voters. These are people who actively vote. And they don't even have a clue how the fucking system works. And it's really, really sad. And the only positive thing for me is... Uh, my positive outlook for it is... Uh, and, and the potential civil war that we could be leading to, check into Virginia, uh, the, the potential civil war we could be leading into, I do not fear my enemy at all. At all. It, this is how they think. Honestly, this is how they think. Um, that's some fucking retarded shit there eight times. Retarded shit nine uh, with this whole situation, it's like I always say, I, I, if you listen to me on a, a drink of the theory or you listen to this shit, if, if, if you just sit back, you sit back, put your hate aside, put your hate aside. We know he's a dick. We know he's a dick. I hired him because he's a dick. We know he's a dick. He says stupid shit. He does stupid shit. We know that. But now if you sit back and you take the last three to four years, okay, and you just forget about how the media just fucked it all up for you. If you take all this information from the last three to four years, lay it all out in front of you, lay it all out in front of you, you can literally just piece it all together right in front of your eyes. You can piece it all together and you can clearly see this is a fucking joke. This is a sham. It is a complete and utter fucking sham. You know, I found a fucking news article from 2016. It was before Trump even won the nomination. And the news article was a piece on... Before he even won the nomination, a piece on ways to impeach Trump if he would happen to win the election. Before he even became the nominee, the nominee to run for president. 
So, whatever. Uh, so anyway, well, well, now we're to a point where a fucking drunk Nancy there, which I listened to her last night because I, I listen to all this shit. I watch all this shit. Dude, she sounded like a fucking like drunk Donald Duck. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We, I don't know what the deal with her is, but I don't know. I even think she put her hands up one time to try to stop her teeth from coming out. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I really, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. I mean, today she was in a fucking press conference, and and they want to know about impeachment because she just fucking filed. They just passed the articles of impeachment on the president of the United States. She gave a press conference today. Reporters were asking about it. But she didn't want to talk about it. She even told the reporters, okay, any other questions? I'm not talking. I'm not taking any more second questions. I'm impeachment. It's like, yo, lady, you just fucking impeached a president in the house last night and you're not going to take any questions on it? Are you fucking retarded? Ten times. Um, so anyway, now drunk Nancy is saying... She doesn't even want to send the articles of impeachment that they passed in the House to the Senate. She wants to hold on to it for a while. She just wants to hold it, savor it, hold it like a fucking baby, caress it, let it suck on her teats, which she has really big teats too. She has big tits for an old lady. Um, she doesn't even want to send it to the fucking Senate. Uh, because she knows it's fucking dead on arrival in the Senate. The Senate sees this as a fucking joke. They see it as a sham for what it is. Um, ironically, she says she doesn't want to send it to the Senate because she doesn't think it will get a fair shot in the Senate. Huh. No shit it won't. Because it's a fucking joke. Well, you want to give it a fair shot like it had a fair shot in the House? I mean, come on. You're fucking kidding me. You're absolutely fucking shitting me. This whole thing is mind-boggling uh, to me. Uh, so they voted yesterday, last night, and guess what? Trump's still your president. And you know what? The first of the year, Trump's still going to be your president. Um, so it's they, they sealed his victory. If you're a Trump hater, he fucking won. I mean, right after the vote, uh, the first two hours after all the voting ended and the House decided to approve the articles of impeachment, uh, Trump's campaign raised like five mil. Five mil, just like that. Five million dollars. I mean, <laughs> what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That tells you uh, New York and California, they are lying to the rest of the country. Uh, because that's who's taking care of this whole thing, New York and California. If you look at the congressmen and women involved in this, leading this, well, besides the squad, they're a little spread out. They're morons, retards. 11, 11 fucking times. I would have been fired. I would have been released 11 times. But anyway, if you really look into it, it's it's just, it's California and it's New York running the show. Uh, it really is. So, uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see where we're going to go from here. Uh, I encourage you to, uh, I just don't have time. I don't have time to gather all the information sometimes for, for what I want to talk about or what I want to say or what I want to share. But I encourage you to read, um, uh, President Trump made a six-page letter. He did up a six-page letter to Nancy Pelosi. I believe he gave it to her the the morning of the impeachment vote. Uh, I, I really encourage you to read that. Uh, they're throwing out some pretty scary uh, words right now. Uh, like I said, civil war. Uh, they are using terms like that. Politicians now. Uh, Democrats and Republicans, uh, they're using terms like uh, war, war, civil war. Uh, it's pretty scary shit. Uh, and I would just hope the rhetoric, 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 rhetoric <laughs> would uh, start to calm down a little bit. I mean, yeah, we know you don't like them. We get it. 
I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't like them. I didn't like your last choice. Um, and and honestly, basically, what this does is this does is uh, they they still want to talk about this phone call, the Ukrainian thing. That's uh, that's where the abuse of power comes in. Uh, but I, I'm sorry, I I don't see it that way. I just see a difference in policy. Uh, excuse me. I see a difference in policy. And if this is how we're going to be moving forward, where we can impeach a president just on indifferences of policy, uh, that's pretty scary, pretty scary stuff. Uh, because I'll tell you right now, uh, the next time a Democratic person is voted in as president, I want them impeached. Uh, as soon as they win, uh, I will be calling my congressman every day to ask for their impeachment. Uh, because that's the level we're at. So, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't. Eh, 51 minutes. Like I said, uh, it's, it's been a fucked up week for me. Um, to a, I went to a, a viewing. I went to a service yesterday. Uh, cause with my girlfriend, uh, she, she needed to go for her friend and it was, it was pretty fucked up. And, uh, it's pretty wild. Um, I don't know. It was weird. It was really weird for me. Uh, it, it was a sad situation. Uh, it was a young guy, young guy, um, uh, young black dude. Um, uh, the way he died, it, it was a sad situation. Uh, I, I know his mother. Uh, it was weird. It was just really weird. Um, huh, how do I, I, I? I'm just looking for the words to talk about this. Uh, so anyway, so I, so we're at the service. Uh, like I said, it was a young black man. Uh, I, I want to say maybe 22 years old, 23 years old. Um, saw a lot of love there. <clears throat> a lot of love. A lot of people getting up and uh, saying real ni- nice things about this guy. Um, um, I didn't know the guy personally. Um, it's a shame. I, I think we would have gotten along. Uh, and his mom was his mom was white. Or his mom is white, I should say. His father is black. Um, and just to be there, there were so many people there. There were there was there were so many people there. Um, it, it was amazing how many fucking people were there. And uh, I, I'm I'm there looking around. People are going up. Um, they're sharing personal stories. Um, a lot of nice people. I, I give them credit. These people got balls to do shit like that. Just get up and start fucking talking. It's pretty impressive. But I, 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 as I was looking around, I knew a few people there. Of course, I knew the mom. Uh, my my girlfriend, really close to the mom. Uh, and I'm looking around and I'm like, it, it, I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing because I see so much shit on the mainstream news and in the media, on TV, on TV. That's that's where the disease comes from. I see so much shit about how this country is so divided racially and how race is so bad and this and that. And they put so much on race. And I'm looking around this room, and there's like, dude, there's so many different ethnic. There were so many different ethnicities at this 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 funeral or, or viewing. And um, like I said, the white mom, uh, black father. The father is uh, still in the hospital. He was involved in the situation as well. Um, he's recovering. Uh, and two black kids, uh, his brother wasn't part of the situation. 
and you just see all these people, white and black, come together. It was uh, what I seen in that room uh, <clears throat> was the way I imagine it's supposed to be. Uh, and honestly, I I think a lot of the times it is like that. I really do. I just. I, th- I just think there's sections, there's pockets here and there across the country where, you know, it's probably not like that. And um, I think if if the, the mainstream would just take a different approach, you know, always pointing out the differences. Because that's what they do. They always point out the differences. They always show you the bad moments on TV. They always show you the bullshit. And what does the bullshit do? The bullshit fucking divides people even more, you know. And if it if the if, if if the fucking mainstream media and these fucking and the, the politicians would concentrate it and, and fill the airwaves and, and fill all the visuals with what took place in in that room last night that I was at. Uh, I don't know. I think it would just be better because that's that's how it could be. That's how it should be. And a lot of times that's how it is. And if they would just concentrate on that more besides the negative, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe it'd just be better. I don't know if I made any sense. I don't know. I had uh, too much vodka, but no one there listens to this shit. They don't know I fucking do this shit. I, I didn't know many people there. But uh, I'll have a drink for this fellow. Because uh, I heard a lot of good stories about him. I tell you, I got choked up. I, I didn't even know the fucking guy. Didn't even know him. Didn't even know him. Knew his mom. That's what killed me the most. When his mom got up there and talked. Hey, I got two kids. No one wants to bury their kid. So, um, I don't know. I heard a lot, a lot of good stories about this dude. I, he was a badass. He was a badass. That's they, they had some badass stories about him. Uh, sound like he was a handful uh, sometimes. But uh, the black kid, I heard good stories from fucking white people, man. I heard good stories from fucking black people. Uh, and and there was a lot of fucking love in that room, no matter what the fucking color was. And uh, I think that's how it should be. And uh, it's there should be more people like this dude. He was able to. It's a sad situation, but he was able to touch lives on both sides, and that's how it should be. So I'm gonna have a drink for this fucking dude. And. Uh, Good luck to his parents. They're going to need it. They're going to need a lot of love and shit. So, that's all I got to say about that. So, anyway, I don't have anything else to talk about. Like I said, it's been a fucked up week. It's a week before Christmas. I don't think I'll be doing an episode next week for the Red Bone. Uh, what I would like to do, I know I, I like to make plans, and I never stick to my plans. Never do. Uh, I, I let people down all the time. But that's okay. Uh, but what I want to try to do is... <clears throat> I, I, t- I was talking to James about it today. Which I might talk about a little on uh, Drinking Theory when we get together for that. Um, if anyone out there to listen there is uh, familiar with the, uh, the old Q. The old Q. The old Q. The old QAnon. The old 4chan, the old 8-coon, or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm ready. It's been a couple years now. Uh, I, I've been listening. I, I I pay attention to the Q shit. Uh, I've been paying attention to it since day one. I follow some pretty good guys that are really on top of this shit. And not complete whack job fucking, you know... <laughs> JFK Jr. is coming back to save the fucking world. Not these people. Um, those people believe that shit. I'm, I'm not sold into that. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I I think I'm... I, and if you listen to our Drinking a Theory, I, I've referenced Q quite a bit. Uh, 
But I've never taken a side. I've never taken a hard line like, I believe, I believe, I believe Q is fucking real. Or, dude, this shit ain't fucking real. Q is not fucking real. Well, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I made my decision on what I think about Q. And what I would like to do is I would like to do a whole episode uh, on Q to just uh, lay it out there if you don't know what Q is. Because I know Q gets a lot of lot of fucking negative press. That's all they get is negative press, actually. Uh, a lot of negative press, um, which I think there's a reason for. But that would be part of my episode for Q. So I think when me and James talk about it in the next episode, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know what I think of Q. And then I believe I'm going to do a red bone on just Q. And, uh, you know, see what you think about it. I don't know if you follow it, if you look into it. Uh, if you want to, you want you just you're not into reading, you're not into that shit, you're not into searching for shit. I highly recommend on YouTube and Twitter, you look up a dude called Praying, like praying, like oh God, please pray. Yeah, Praying Medic, uh, just like a medic, uh, Praying Medic. Uh, I I really he a lot of these guys are religious. I don't know if you're religious. Uh, I tend to stray away from the religion. You know, it scares me. Uh, but uh, they're they're uh, you know they're they're pretty religious. Some of these guys, which I don't have a problem with. I, I really don't fucking care, religious or not. I, I'm there for the Q. I'm I'm there for the Q updates. Uh, I highly recommend uh, praying medic. You can find him on YouTube, uh, and he's got tons of videos where he just goes through and he talks about Q, and he talks about you know post. Uh, praying medic kind of stays away from some of the crazy, crazy stuff. Like actually he stays away from the crazy stuff and he talks more about just, you know, the government stuff, the legalities, the names, the players. Um, uh, yeah. So I think I'm going to do that. I, I, I really want to, because there's just so much, there's so much that has been lost over the last three years. People have forgotten about, uh, Seth Rich, uh, the Wan Brothers, probably never even heard of them, huh? The Wan Brothers, uh, De- Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you know her? Probably not. Uh, you, she's tied into the Wan Brothers. Uh, that's a pretty scary thing. Uh, and you talk about the differences. I'd like to talk about the difference between the DNC hack and Podesta's emails. They're two different things. All those emails that came out that WikiLeaks had, they were John Podesta's emails. Uh, but they also had DNC emails. These are separate things. Everything is separate. And the, the media just clashes all this conspiracy. It's debunked. It's debunked. Everything's debunked. Debunked. Podesta's emails debunked. They're not debunked. They're his emails. <laughs> they were his, but they were stolen. I don't care if they were fucking stolen. They're ours now. There's information in those emails. Uh, there's so much stuff that got thrown to the side. Uh, the Donna Brazil, uh, fucking dude. There's so much. There's so much. The Clinton Foundation. There is just so much from the last couple of years, and none of it has been debunked. Uh, so yeah. So I think I want to do a Q episode. And now I'm just rambling. So uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap it up. I don't know. I don't know. I just like I said, it's been a fucked up week. Uh, job sucks. The service really, really fucked me up last night. Uh, it's uh, pretty emotional. Uh, so that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna leave it. Uh, so uh, hopefully, me and James will be doing the drinking the theory Sunday. Uh, so far, everything is looking good. I might have a problem. We might have to wait till Monday. I don't know. I didn't get to talk to James about it yet. So uh, with that, I'm going to end it and enjoy Everybody Knows by Leonard Cohen. Just listen to the words. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good